0: you're listening to creatives making money the podcast for creatives who are on a mission to do the work they feel most called to do and make some money while they do it this is a show for the makers the dreamers the doers the creators the artists the crazy ones and the ones who are determined to consciously build the life and career of their dreams here we don't just believe in getting your dream job we believe in creating it so what? does creative success even look like? How do we live a fully expressed, abundant AF life? That's precisely what we're here to find out. My mission with Creatives Making Money is to conduct 100 interviews with successful creatives and those who love and support them about money, career, and the process of making and doing what they most love, including all of the ups, downs, and in-betweens. I'm your host, Jamie Jensen, writer, storyteller, filmmaker, serial entrepreneur, and shameless creator. No matter where you are in your creative and financial journey, I'm here to help you create like you mean it. Welcome to Creatives Making Money. Today, I have an incredible guest with us who, for lack of a better way of explaining this, will help creatives get their shit together. And Natasha Voronpiova is the founder of Systems Rock and Capacity Architect, which I'm so excited to learn more about today myself too. She helps her clients break through the capacity ceiling and breathe oxygen back into their business, so they feel comfortable and safe to continue to grow. Her specialty is streamlining and supercharging her clients' information systems, so that they can finally take full advantage of the data and information they have. Natasha strongly believes that when our systems are broken. Working harder or adding more people to work around the inefficiencies can just make things worse. On the other hand, when we make it a priority to simplify, supercharge and automate our processes, our capacity and creativity can be limitless. That sounds amazing. Welcome (laughs) Natasha.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much Jamie. I'm so excited to
0: be speaking with you today. Me too. I'm so curious to hear from you. So I want to hear more about all the steps you walk your clients through. Um, But tell me a little bit more about who specifically you typically work with. Like who is your like perfect ideal person or the perfect person who will get the most benefits out of the incredible systematization. I'm just going to slay that word guys. It's, I'm not going to do well with this systematization (laughs) work. That's yeah. fine. That was good enough. You know that what? That was good enough. Classic. Listeners know what I'm talking about. It's
1: <laughs> fine. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, well, I work uh, with clients who are super super ambitious and they want to work uh, make their businesses grow very, very quickly. And a lot of times they find themselves building their business a little bit too fast. Like they they love finding solutions to Um, to the problems and they are pretty good at creating systems because to be honest, I, I really, really believe that we all love creating systems. We just don't realize it. Like even creatives, like I'm, I bet that every single listener of, of this podcast has systems and loves their systems, things that work very, very well for them. They just don't call them systems. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so I do know that uh, my clients, th- whenever they come across a challenge, they create a system around it and move forward. However, um, the way uh, things backfire a bit at certain point um, is that we end up with this like, little islands of systems on the back end that don't really work well together. They don't talk to each other. So... Um, uh, my clients who I work with, they all of a sudden realize that, okay, that's back-end monster. It needs some taming. So they call on me to help them to streamline things to the point where tools begin talking to each other. Maybe they don't use as many tools as they used to, so they don't need to re-enter the same information in several different places. They don't need to do certain things because things can be automated without really making it too impersonal for their clients. They just begin like, breathing easily because like, all of a sudden things start flowing because systems on the back end work. So uh, those are the types of clients that I work with. Like somebody who realizes that, okay, enough is enough. I'm ready to make things work. And they are open to exploring what systems can allow
0: them. Mm-hmm. basically any person who is an independent unit who independent unit making money with clients needs this <laughs> right because you're you need to make sure that your invoicing system works and that your clients have the information they need when they start working with you and that the communication is happening on um, you know everything's happening fluidly right like cuz there's so many different types of systems in businesses right like yeah. money client communication marketing I for, there's like what six five four I don't remember. You know what's funny? Yeah, is sometimes yeah. sometimes I talk about this and I actually teach this and I can't remember all the things I teach. But it's been a but while.
1: Schools of, of thoughts look at it differently. So like I go with five, but depending how you break them down, you can end up with much more.
0: Oh yeah. What are the five? What are the five that you look at when you look at systems in someone's business or how they're operating? Like even potentially as a creative uh, creative freelancer. What are the five systems?
1: Yeah. So we usually look at like, I, I look at them as kind of areas of business. So, um, client management, uh, products or services, sales, marketing, admin, financial. So it's like six. Like I, I sometimes okay. like merge. I think sales and marketing into one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's five slash six. Yeah. Those those ones. Yeah.
0: What are the biggest mistakes that you see people making when they? are like trying to, to grow their client base or grow their business rapidly or launch a new marketing thing or do something different, put a product out there. And, you know, what is typically wrong in their systems that they should have fixed before they, did, they took the action they took?
1: <laughs> uh, well, I think one of the, uh, the biggest uh, things that I see is that whenever we come out uh, across something that needs to be done we always jump jump into okay where do i find time to do this or how this this needs to be done in terms of kind of just like how do i even make make it happen instead of looking at okay is there an efficient way of doing this is it something that that needs to happen in the first place if have i experienced this before and is this something that Uh, keeps popping up because I'm not addressing something else. And a lot of times we don't have time to analyze all these tasks, but we end up a lot of times being very reactive versus stepping back and looking at, okay, is what I'm doing necessary? Is there an easier way to do things? Have I done it before? And if I, if you have done it before, wouldn't it be worth my time to take this five extra minutes to simply jot down the steps versus reinventing the the wheel next time i do it Um, it's tough but we even i sometimes catch myself just like okay stuff look at kind of like things logically see what's what you know already see if there is a tool that can do this for you moving forward versus like you looking up this like for the fifth time, like in the last five days.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's funny how I think I, who, I don't remember who I heard say this. Someone really smart said this once, but it was about if you find yourself doing something repeatedly, right? Like if you're doing it at least three times or four times or five times, that's a sign that there's a system opportunity here so that you don't have to do the same thing repeatedly over and over again. And so I think it's like, there's, um, you know, you can record yourself doing it so you can teach someone else to do it. You can, um, find a system that can do it for you. You know, there are just, when you find yourself repeating, it means that it's a chance to like record and figure out the system to, to delegate and give it to someone else or give it to a software system or process. Yes, right.
1: Absolutely. Agreed. Yes.
0: Cause like if we took all of our energy that we use, just trying to manage shitty systems, <laughs> and put it into creating new or putting our energy into money generating activities or into creative projects, like how much more peaceful and flowy would our lives be?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And what would, would make things even more complicated is that we we have access to so much information now, and this information flows from so many different directions. And it's like managing just like all the data that we have alone takes so much time. Managing your business means managing so much information and like finding ways to streamline like this piece itself will save us so, so, so much uh, time. Because you mentioned earlier, like it's, like, for example, finding a software that allows you to say, some invoices automatically to clients who you, uh, you work on the retainer with, uh, or uh, making sure that uh, all of that information gets c- collected so that you, you know where you are with your finances um, at any given moment, with things like uh, collecting information uh, from uh, clients who've uh, worked w- with us and like, making sure that we have all those testimonials in the same place making sure that people who apply to work with us, their information goes somewhere where we don't need to hunt for it. So there are always these opportunities to manage information in a way that we don't need to waste time looking for it, uh, all over again, or like trying to like, move it from one place to another, especially if, if we have help and we have assistance that we need to have access to that information as well.
0: So tell me more about these steps that you walk clients through. I, I'm really curious to hear all of like, just spill all the, all the juicy goodness. <laughs> well, the framework
1: that uh, I work with is Relatively simple. Uh, We always start with simplifying things. we look at Okay, let's let's talk about your process and let's see how things are flowing right now Uh, for example um, a while back we worked with a a client and um, what they do actually um, is they are a um, they have a program so they have uh, writers coaches writers who uh, who are paired with, with writers them, themselves. So the coaches help the writers write their books. My client is basically managing all these writers, uh, all these coaches to help the writers. <laughs> so it's, it's very, very complex. I mean, it's, it's not complex, but basically they're certifying their coaches to be able to help, um, help writers write their books. And they came to us with this challenge to uh, make the process of Matching coaches and writers simpler uh, because they they found themselves in a situation where it was taking way too much time to Pair the right coach with the right writer because between the coaches the coach and the writer there were More than 10 different criterias that they they had to be matched on so the person who was responsible for it was was doing everything manually um, and it would take her um, up to a week back and forth between the just with the coach and then with the writer and like the coach and the writer between themselves. So like, it was like really, really time consuming and exhausting and they could not see how they would grow further just because it was taking so much time for this pairing process and even adding more people to do this, this pairing would not help because there was like so much information like in all these different places, the like, applications of, uh, of the um, writers, um, profiles of the coaches uh, all those like, different uh, pieces that, that needed to be taken care of their needs and how um, they, they could help them, like what, what they've done before. So like, there, was, there was just way too much. So when we first sat down to, to discuss their uh, process, what we asked them is to describe the process. Like, just like, tell us like, what, what happens from A to Z right now. And when uh, when our clients like tell us what happens, it, well, the first thing that we look at is, okay, how can we simplify the situation? Like, if we like mapped out the process kind of the bones of the process, like what what does it uh, uh, accomplish and what pieces do we actually need? Because as I mentioned earlier, like, when we build our businesses very fast, what happens is like a lot of times like there are like things kind of just like that get added that Don't need to be there, and the business owner a lot of times doesn't uh, cannot see that anymore. Just because like they are so used to doing things in a um, in a certain way. So when um, we come in and like shine light on, okay, like here are the steps of the process, and for this process to flow uh, well, what pieces do we actually need? So the first thing is just like simplifying things, like figuring out what are those core pieces that need to be there. Uh, Looking at different tools that the client is using to see can we simplify the setup Uh, for example with this client they um, Managed this process using I think five different tools their spreadsheets lived in different uh, Google uh, uh, spreadsheets and then they had a scheduler they had a lot of communication was happening through email they had a CRM that was managing all these contacts. They had something else. Like there were, oh, there were the two kinds of CRM or something something like this. So like there were all like these different pieces that were barely talking between each other. So what was complicating the entire situation was that information was not a lot of times corresponding. It was not the it was recorded in one place, but not in the other. So it was kind of just like, okay, like we don't even know how many coaches we, we have exactly, who is available, who is taking a break. So all of that needed to be somehow reconciled. So the very first step is look at your process and simplify things. Like, like not, not like simplify it directly, but like look at opportunities to simplify it. So once we're clear on that, step two is supercharge. So supercharge is figuring out, okay, if these are the main steps of the process, what pieces we can like add to this for it to actually be super, super powerful. Um, and a lot of times it's, it's even subtracting some tools. It doesn't need to be always kind of just like adding. In fact, I'm a big believer in uh, this minimalist approach to tools. I would rather use one tool that does 10 things Versus 10 different tools that do um, one thing uh, each. Like sometimes we, we end up with like those kind of just like lots and lots of tools. stick So when that happens, I'm just like, okay, like let's look at what, what is the purpose of this tool and what needs to be there and what doesn't. So the second part of, of the process is like supercharging. Like, okay, like now that if the bare bones process is this, how can we make it so that everybody's happy and things are, are flowing nicely? So with this specific line, what we've done is we figured out that we need to build a single hub for both coaches and writers so that all information about them and anything that needs to be monitored for this relationship to work would go into one single place. All the application forms go into one place. All the profiles of coaches um, are there. Um, there is an easy way to match coaches and writers by sorting this information and like just like figuring out okay, like these are uh, coaches that would be good for this writer. So like let's now reach out to these like three people versus 30 and figure out um, who is available right now. So that allowed us to uh, find a tool that would do all this client management like as a hub. And we were able to eliminate uh, four of those like, six tools that the client was using. So all of a sudden, like, those like, six like, not talking to each other tools were turned into this like one single client management hub that was working really, really beautifully. Once we Pulled all this information from all these different platforms and I made sure that everything um, is accurate and up to date. It was, it was truly magic because all of a sudden all the process that was taking this um, lady, uh, the matching process that was taking her one week back and forth and like not sleeping at nights because like she would remember something like, Oh my God, like what about this part? And what about that part? And she had to remember profiles basically of every single coach to be able to find the right, Person for this for this writer, um, all of a sudden, this would take like simply two hours because if like, you would take a look at um, like all these uh, profiles, it like, goes through the like, stick matching process, which was basically sorting data. It wasn't like, even manually looking at things, but like, it would just like, it would sort data and it would just like, pull you the right coaches for this new new application, and then for her to just reach out to to those uh, coaches and ask, okay, are you available? Do you have, what, what do you think about this writer? Like, this is what we know about this person. This is what their goals, this is what they want to achieve. This is what they're writing about. Are you on board? Yes or no. And all of that was so, so, so much easier. She was, um, this coordinator was able to concentrate on other things and just take care of, uh, both coaches and writers. Versus doing all these mechanical things that did not need her attention, and the last piece is um, automating things. Like making sure that we eliminate manual work wherever possible. Uh, a lot of times we use Zapier for that because Zapier is the king of of automations, um, which um, allowed us in this specific case to. Make sure that... Can you say
0: a little bit more about what Zapier is for anyone listening who doesn't know? Oh, sure,
1: absolutely. So Zapier is a tool that allows different tools, different applications to talk to each other. They are this like middle link between the two, um, it's it's done with I don't know the the, the back and yeah, the back. Yeah, so like you can have like
0: your email software talk to the invoicing software if you like sell courses online and somebody needs to get access to the like it'll talk to all the different areas of your business. So it's like it's like an integrator essentially. Right. So oh, that that's, if, if that's you great. find this, so that's if a you find a software <laughs> that doesn't do all the things, but you need a seamless process, Zapier can help you know, kind of trigger actions in different softwares so that the tools are functioning more automatically, right? Something like
1: yes, that. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. So in, in this specific case, uh, uh, for example, because we, we build this um, hub for cli- uh, for writers and for, for the coaches, every time an application would be submitted into, into this hub, uh, the client would receive an email that the application was submitted every time they would make a match, it would be possible for, uh, for the writer and the coach to receive like, like automatic um, emails with information uh, that their relationship has started and these are your next steps. Once, um, we also established this app there where once one place was updated, once the information was added to this hub, um, also, other tools like invoicing was updated. Um, another, um, another place where they were tracking some information was updated as well. So basically, Zapier eliminated so many things that um, in in the past they would do manually, but like something that did not affect clients like relationship with, with their writers at all. It did not make the process uh, impersonal for for the clients but it made things on the back end so much easier because the team did not need to spend time on these tedious things. So in a nutshell, <laughs> this, is, this is how it works. Simplify, supercharge, and automate. And with this specific client, it was, it was absolutely like, magical that, that happened in the end because they had this, this hub that worked beautifully, that um, saved them so much time. Like, they became like five times more productive and um, they were able to triple their capacity very, very quickly without even adding any more people because the work was being done by this hub, by, by Zapier, by all this automation. So things were uh, moving very, very slowly. And we did not change their, their core process. We just
0: changed how things were flowing in the back end. It's so magical. And what I want to point out is that... Getting into the nitty-gritty tech of pieces of like how you do the things and what the pro like it can it can make a lot of creative people completely tune out and be like, this doesn't sound fun. <laughs> however, however, the ability, the fact that they could three times their capacity, that's what you said, right? Triple their capacity, that yeah. means that they can make three times more money without doing much differently because they've saved that much time and they've been able to basically give themselves the manpower of three more people just by simplifying and automating their processes so the amount of money that that saves them and allows them to create and the ability to to scale a leaner business model is enormous like it's so powerful and cool and it it makes me so excited <laughs>
1: And just like a funny story about like, creativity and systems, like, something that I, I struggled with so much because I, I've been working with, with creatives for forever and I would always be so jealous of, of my clients because like, oh my God, like they're so amazing, they get ideas in the shower and they have like all these different ideas. And like, I'm always relying on these rules and like, I need the systems in my life and like this and that. And I'm so kind of just like in the box of like these systems, like something is wrong with me. Like what, what, and I was really, really struggling with that Uh, until I can't remember what was the, the trigger, but a client commented on something that I created, something that was like totally transformed their business. And I reflected on how fun it was for me to create that system and all of a sudden I had this realization that what I have not seen as creativity actually is so for me creativity is creating systems for me I get creative when when it comes to systems like for me that's like playing Lego like disassembling systems and like putting them together it's that's so much fun and I know I'm weird
0: it's so great <laughs> I, I
1: totally like, i i totally relax into oh my god i'm also a creative it's just like my playground is like systems and tools and like it's it's fun it can be fun and it actually it becomes fun for many creatives as well once they get comfortable with systems because like, once once we begin working jamie earlier you you mentioned the program that i i used to run which i i don't do anymore but every single person After the first module, they would come and they would just like almost like with this fear in their eyes, would tell me, now I see systems everywhere. Yes, systems are everywhere. If you go to a supermarket with with a list of what you need to buy, you have a system, you've used the system. If you kind of create your art in a specific if like you have a specific process to create your art or anything, like you have a system, you just like never labeled it that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful. And I, I love that you're honoring your creativity and the way that you're speaking about it. I think that that's so important and it's true. My belief is that we're all creative. You know, it is like a natural human quality and that really superpowering our Ability to be creative and innovative is is all about becoming more and more aware of what our unique talents are And how they solve problems for other people and the more that you can Connect with the people that you are here to help and the more that you can lean into your unique gifts The more you'll be creative and the more money you'll make right (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, and the more you can lean on on those who have skill sets that you don't have right like like women like natasha are the are the reason that my business has continued to flourish you know over the years as well i've hired many people who were better at systems than i was over my time in business because you need that support um for those of you who aren't familiar with the colby a uh index i don't know if you know this the colby system i should do another episode about the colby system but i learned that it basically assesses like how you're motivated to take action
1: Mm-hmm. there is yeah.
0: one number in it that assesses like how you are with systems like yeah. are you a system creator are you a system breaker are you a system follower and i'm a system follower but i cannot create systems to save my damn life
1: what, what are your numbers
0: i'm a four six eight three
1: i'm seven seven three four yeah see i'm like i'm higher on the first ones yeah, yeah. the ones that are quick start and big system creator. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like high fact finder, high system creator. So like Natasha is the person who goes into your business, learns all the data and all the details and takes all the information and figures it out. And then she creates a genius solution for your
1: system
0: and loves it. (laughs) And it's like, this is my most joyous way of being myself. It's so cool. Um, these are really helpful things to know as you're designing your life, not just your business. Like it it makes sense for, for team roles, but it's just so important to lean into that. So yeah, I'm curious. When did you discover that this was like the thing that you were best at? Did you just... No, because it was joyful for you. You know, how did you figure out that systems were your creative juices flowed the best?
1: Well, it was an interesting path because I never set out to teach systems when I started my business. Actually, the reason I started it because my son was little, like teeny tiny baby. And I'm just like, I'm not going to work. I'm not going to commute. I'm just going to stay with him. So, And we had just moved to Belgium from Cyprus where I used to live before but it's not even my, my, my home country. So that, that that's a whole other story. Uh, but I wanted to be a marketing consultant because my background is in marketing. And I said, okay, I'll start an online business. And this is what I'm going to do. It just for the first few weeks, I didn't like last <laughs> very long, but I just couldn't, it was so difficult for me to organize myself. Here I was with, with a, uh, Several months old baby. I was. Uh, I needed to learn the language because we live in this Flemish area of Belgium. So I came here. I needed to learn language. I was doing that. I was running a household. I was by myself because like, I mean like, with my husband, but I did not have any family. So like a lot of uh, household responsibilities and all these like house chores were on me. So like all of a sudden I had this like really really huge to do list. And I remember I came to my husband and was just like, "What do I do with this list?" And he goes. Cut it in half. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> and once you want to do Simplify.
0: What happens, step one. <laughs> so,
1: exactly. I should have listened to him back then, but back then I was simply terrified, and I and I realized that like I cannot run this business. Like I, I like I really I cannot manage myself, and it was so frustrating because I've always been like super organized. I've run projects at the, all those places where I worked before. Like, it was never a problem. And here I was at home, like, totally drowning and stuff that needed to happen. And I started listening to all these different interviews. I remember listening to the interview with Danielle Laporte. Um, No, it was, like, I think her firefighter sessions book. And she was giving advice um, as to how to find kind of, like, your passion and, like, what you need to do. And she was just like, yes, just pick something that um, everybody compliments you on. And like, yeah, what you enjoy doing. And I was scrubbing my bathroom as I was listening to this, and I'm just like, "Uh-uh, I'm not going and cleaning other people's homes only because I enjoy order, <laughs> because like, that to me was like such a scary thought.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you were like scrubbing a toilet, having a great time and going I mean, this can't possibly be my passion. <laughs> but seriously,
1: like, yes, I like color code my like clothes, but I'm not doing that <laughs> properly. <laughs> uh, so that, that was one kind of just like highlight. But then like, the interview that changed my life was the interview with Laura Roder, where she was talking about, uh, the fact that it's so important to have systems in your business. And I've heard that before and like, it just, it would not like, make much sense to me because systems would always associate uh, like in, in my head, the like guy would associate systems with like just a big factories and conveyor belts and like really, really huge organizations with like larger departments. And I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's nice for you to say, like, you have a large company, you have a large team, like you need systems. Like I'm a single, A business owner kind of like I run the business by myself. Like, what what do I do with this advice? But all of a sudden, what what Laura said, she goes like, systems can be as simple as checklists. Simple uh, systems is simply kind of uh, steps of how you do something, and that was such a big revelation to me. I'm just like, oh my god, I actually need systems, and like all, all I need is to systematize how I do things and what I do, and things will start flowing better and I started experimenting with that and I started kind of like sharing it with with everybody I knew because like to me it's just like oh my god systems and like that's how the business was born I I was again like back then I thought that I am like so bad at creativity and stuff so names for things was such a big deal and all of a sudden I had this system strong this is my business yep and it was what now over six years ago so there were like many more domains back then so systems rock was available so i just like okay this is it this 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 is my my thing this this is what i want to do so in the beginning it was like uh, more about figuring this out to get better at myself and know how to run my business so basically i was working a lot of times with clients uh who were maybe only a couple of steps behind where I was But things that I was doing uh, And I was advising them on were working for them and like something that I do very well uh, is Explaining this like, complex thing Um and like make it super simple and like breaking it down to the point where it's just like oh, okay I can do this Um, so like, that would help a lot and like as I was learning more and as, as I was kind of just like Um, building my own arsenal of uh, ways to approach things or uh, ways to simplify things or um, ways to explain something so that it was not um, very very overwhelming I've been getting like more and more joy from what what I've been doing like I'm I feel like so blessed lately um, it was what uh, like almost eight months ago we switched to working primarily uh, on projects that include data management we we st- We still do a lot of like like other systems and like we create company wikis where we looked at um, uh, the different ways to kind of outline uh, your sops if you need standard operating procedures, but a lot of times these um, client hubs and Streamlining workflows, which which include a lot of data, like this is something that uh, my team and I have been enjoying enjoying a lot, and like it's, I don't know, like I am very weird, but it's something that's just going from this really again going back to Lego kind of just like this like very very shapeless. <laughs> collection of like little like small buildings that's kind of just like some of them are far away from each other, like others kind of like are on top of one another, moving to this like, really, really nice castle. Really, really like nice spacious building. Like, this this is what what we do. And it's it's something that just makes me so excited because I get to see this light in my clients eyes the like, all of a sudden lab systems and they they come and give me more like where else can we systemize mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> where can we tighten things up to make my life less stressful <laughs> and make the money flowing in come way easier absolutely that's what happens every single time yep. <laughs> So, question, if somebody is feeling kind of like a hot mess in their systems in their business or their workflow or their client management, what would be a first step that you would tell them to do? Like, okay, if you're feeling overwhelmed and you have a lot going on and you know that there's room for you to systematize, you know, systemat, you know, systematizing also helps you scale. So, if you are right. visioning how you want to scale your business up or potentially like bring on more team members or build an agency model, which I've done, you must have things systematized but the first trick is figuring out like what those operating procedures are and what systems are going to support you with what you're building and and all of that stuff. So if you're feeling like a hot mess right now, you're 100% not alone. <laughs> We're going to hear from an expert on like what is the first best step that you can take to start getting yourself together.
1: Well, very very first step, just forgive yourself for 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 all of that. Don't get too don't, don't. Be too hard on yourself because a lot of times we just block ourselves by just being super, super critical of how we've been approaching things or like trying to be more organized and structured and like not being able to do that and like falling back and just uh, going uh, back to, to the old habits. It's perfectly normal. So if, if, if you feel that way, just be okay with that. Like, there is always tomorrow you can start newly it's it's perfectly okay and a lot of people go through that and a lot of times it's it's phases even i sometimes feel so overwhelmed that i don't know like where to start so that's perfectly normal so that's very first thing second thing is pick pick a priority pick one area that you um you, that you would want to organize first everything you will not be able to organize everything and Creating a super, super thorough plan, like point one, point two, point three, will only overwhelm you because it's going to be a long list. So just pick one area and start there. So just give yourself this kind of like little project. I want to uh, make sure that this specific area is more s- structured. A lot of times that will be client management and client onboarding because that's the place where. We are connecting with, with clients. Clients are our source of revenue. So a lot of times that would be kind of the area that you would want to look at first. When you select that priority, look at, okay, where are things falling through the cracks? What are some of like, those like, low-hanging like, fruit, so to speak, something that I can fix really, really easily? Again, don't go into figuring out how to fix something that is super difficult to fix. But look at things uh, that you could fix right away. Like Jamie, you said earlier, look at things where you you are doing the same thing over and over again. So if you've done something more than three times, if you have looked up the same password more than three times to (laughs) login into something. (laughs) <laughs> if, um, if I'm you're laughing because
0: you same... know it's true I, we know you're doing it guys <laughs> don't even try to lie
1: <laughs> if you've written the same email like maybe where you changed the, the first name uh, but, and like the first sentence but the rest is the same more than three times that, that should be something that you should look at if you uh, sent uh, if you've had client who fill out the form but then like had to follow up uh, three times to ask additional information, that's something you need to to look into. So look at those little things because they those are a lot of times very, very easy things to fix. Like think with the passwords as uh, something like LastPass or um, what is it, 1Password. Tools like like that, password management tools, allow you to uh, just like not think about passwords altogether. They fill that information out for you. They make sure that those passwords get changed on a regular basis. They're a complex passwords, so that it's it's not the birthday of, of your son or daughter <laughs> or your own
0: uh, for for all tools that you. Something are using. that anyone can guess and hack into. <laughs> all
1: right. So that's that's your solution with emails. There, uh, if you're using Gmail, uh, there is this really really great feature called canned responses that can pre-populate that email for you, and all you need to change is the name and. Like, we personalize it like first sentence or whatever needs to be changed. If you don't use Gmail, there is a text expander. So there are options. If you find yourself collecting the same information from clients over and over again, maybe that can be included in the uh, in that application form, like intake form that you have them to fill out. Like if if these things kind of just like don't don't work together, um, look at what can help you to streamline that process so that. Just have the checklist for yourself to know that where you are with each client. So you don't guess Okay, did I send this document to this client or what what is that client expecting from me? A lot of times it just starts with the checklist something um, Here's a really really great way to um, Look at the process something that I suggest my clients a lot is play with post-its look at your process and take kind of flat surface and a bunch of post-its, and write each step on, of, of the process on each individual post-it, and kind of just like map it out on that flat surface, and look at it. Look at how it flows. And when you see it visually, a lot of times you can see how things could be streamlined. Maybe you can like take two post-its and replace it with one, like something like two steps will become one. Maybe you will see that like this specific step. Like, I think it could be automated. Like, let me double check. Let me, let me ask if you, if you don't know. Like, maybe there is another piece that, like, you know that, oh, my God, like, this piece always gives me trouble. I know that I need to fix it. And I've been meaning to do it, but I didn't have time to do it. Just set aside time and do it. A lot of times it's just 15 minutes a week. Just, like, every Friday like, from 3 until 3.15, take a glass of wine if it helps. <laughs> or and we'll look at the system. It's it's
0: that easy. Systems and SIP. That's what we'll call this. <laughs> Every Friday at 315, join me. <laughs> we'll be drinking and evaluating all the things that are a hot mess in our business together. Well,
1: if that's what will make yeah. a difference and will get you into your chair,
0: yep. why not? It's so good. I love it. This has been so amazing, Natasha. So I have one more question before we wrap up. And that question is the $5 million question. So if you were just gifted $5 million, Mm -hmm. no strings attached, no taxes, like just some lovely angel benef person just like dropped it in your bank account and was like, here you go, Natasha, you can do anything with this money that you please. What would you do with the money?
1: That's such a good question. Well. And <laughs> being being the systems geek I am, I think I would put it into creating a new tool, a tool that does <laughs> wonders, <laughs> like something that allows us to analyze our systems, kind of just like you like, put, you still... I guess, uh, would break your system into steps and kind of like feed it through this process and it would give you a more optimized version. Uh, but the trick is, like, the reason like, I still like I think it, it is not as simple and it will need an investment like $5 million is, is because I truly think that our systems come from within. You can't really, the reason like why such a tool doesn't exist right now is because especially for, for us, like smaller businesses uh, who create um, our systems ourselves, our systems are so much influenced by who we are, how we approach things, what are our strengths, like what are other tools that we're using? Works for us. What doesn't work for us. So there is this very very big range of um, um, Aspects that need to be taken into consideration for for systems to fit like a glove So something that that works for me so much is that I never take um, this uh, approach of kind of just like here is your template go I don't even look into the direction of programs that promise you this like proven systems because like there is no proven system. There is a proven system for somebody who is exactly like you, or who has similar strengths, and like who has this, this exact situation as you have. Like, then that system will work for you. Like, if like one of the <laughs> variables is different, then like there is a very big chance that system will not work for you. So the systems that. Like we create for our clients, we all, always they go from okay. Like let's look at you and what works for you, and then we will create a system that it will be easy to follow. Just because it was designed for you, it is your system, and that's why I I strongly suggest to all our listeners to look at how you do things and just like don't go and like take somebody else's system. Just like, look at like how you do things and how. It's more most comfortable for you to go after something and just stick with that process. You don't need to have something complex and all these big, expensive tools that somebody else is using. You don't need that. So, anyway, going back to your question, Jamie, like if I if I had resources, I would create something uh, that will allow uh, small business owners to create the systems that work just for them. That would take into account all these different idiosyncrasies of each person and strengths and weaknesses and things that have worked for them and tools that they've been using and tools that they've used and didn't work for them because like, they would be able to like, magically calculate like, what exactly uh, that system should look so that it, it would be faster and like less painful for all of us.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that thank you so much Natasha this has been amazing I'm so grateful for your time and energy and brilliance today and I know that listeners got a ton out of this lots of inspiration and I'm sure they're they're going to want to go check out systemsrock.com and see all the different resources that you have available (laughs) so that they can really get started streamlining their systems with your support so thank you so much
1: my pleasure thank you so much Jamie
0: Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of creatives making money, but don't go anywhere without subscribing. Also, I just wanted to mention that ratings and reviews are really a huge help. So if you've connected with this episode or a previous episode, or if something you heard here just resonated with you really deeply or gave you the feels or a huge aha, letting me know with a rating and review really, really makes my day. So I'd so appreciate it. And you. Remember, if you're just getting started making money with your creative talents and you're just figuring it out, you're likely going to need a website that helps you sell your products and services. So to learn more about my approach to writing that sells, you can visit the slash free training. On this training, I'll walk you through each page of your website and explain what must be there in order to pre-sell clients and customers. This makes it way easier for you to make money. You'll also learn about my signature course, Copy That, but of course, there's no pressure. All sales of that course help cover the cost of this podcast, but the training is available to you whether you decide to purchase the course or not. If you're looking to connect with more listeners and like-minded creatives who, who check out this podcast, you also can do that. We continue the conversation from these episodes in our private online Facebook lounge. You can head to creativesmakingmoney.com group to join the free group. And as always, you can find all important links and details in this episode's show notes, always available at creatorsmakingmoney.com. Don't hesitate to head over there now. And as always, create like you mean it,